Good morning and welcome to Dash Podcast with Carol Dixon. Can you believe it? We are within the last day of 2019. And so on behalf of Dr. Carolee Dixon and the podcast group, we want to say Happy New Year's Eve to you. And I know in other parts of the world, you're already celebrating New Year's Day. So Happy New Year's Day to you. Happy 2020. Today we are concluding Dash Classics Volume 2. And it has been so wonderful being able to revisit the top thought-provoking subjects of 2019. Today, we are going to be going out with a bang. Because all year long, you have been really walking by faith. You know, walking by faith means living life in light of eternal consequences. To walk by faith is to fear God more than man, to obey the Bible even when it conflicts with man's commands, to choose righteousness over sin, no matter what the cost, to trust God in every circumstance, and to believe God rewards those who seek him regardless of who says otherwise. And that's what we have been doing. So on today's podcast, Dr. Dixon will be going over what it really means to walk by faith. Well, hi. You know what? We are approaching one of the biggest weekends. A lot of people want to say for Christians, but you know what? Everybody gets ready for this break. (laughs) Some of them are riding on our backs, us as Christians. But you know what? When it comes to Palm Sunday and Easter, everyone goes into a reverent mode. Have you noticed that? And it's a good thing because you know what? Jesus Christ is real. (laughs) Well, I want to talk with you today about what it really means to walk by faith. A lot of times uh, we, we don't do it because we don't know how. And when you don't know how, that means you don't understand it. So let's talk about walking by faith. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Those words seem simple enough, don't they? But you know, I am learning, and I'm sure you are too, that fleshing out those words, that simple concept, it can be much tougher assignment than you even thought you took on. And it requires tremendous courage and strength. You've got to be willing to be misunderstood and even abandoned. And you must be willing to give up any semblance of control of your life that you thought you may have. You must be willing to look like a complete fool. Well, I don't want to lose anybody. Stay tuned now. Stay tuned. I've got something to say. But it is a journey of tremendous blessing and reward. Yes, yes, yes. Tremendous. Did you hear me? Tremendous. Not just blessing, but tremendous blessing and reward when you walk by faith. It's a journey. It's so exciting. It's life altering, mind boggling. It's a journey that will allow you to see and experience God as he was meant to be in all his fullness and grace. So what does it look like to walk by faith and not by sight? Walking by faith and not by sight requires you to go to a place you do not know. One that God will reveal as you walk in obedience. Just look to Abraham as an example in Genesis, the 12th chapter. Just one verse there. Let's look at verse one. That was his call. The Lord had said to Abram, 
Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. Now, hold up. Don't pack your bags. Don't call and make your flight arrangements. I'm, listen, let's make it relevant for today. It may mean relocation for some. But the bottom line in it all is relocation. It doesn't mean that it's a physical place and it might be. But God especially wants you to begin to journey with him to the miraculous place that he has that you will see the hand of God move in your life as you walk by faith and not by sight and receive tremendous blessing and reward. So walking by faith uh, is one that God's going to reveal to you as you walk in obedience, just as he did with Abram. Walking by faith means that you continue to cling to the dreams God has planted in your heart. Even when you've been thrown away, taken to prison for crimes you didn't commit. Just look at all that Joseph endured. Genesis, the 37th chapter through the 50th chapter. He was totally just thrown away by his brothers, taken to prison. Uh Didn't do anything, but taken to prison, lied on. He went through all of that. And then, wait, let me add, after being in prison, continuing on in his ministry and sharing and giving people what God was saying concerning them when they had dreams, he was forgotten by the butcher and the baker. But God has his time. When you walk by faith, God works it all together for your good. Genesis 37 through 50, it shows you how God was preparing Joseph to be an administrator, to be a prime minister. Yes, yes, setting him up for a great position that only God could do. Only God could have for him and had the set time of promotion. There are some of you out there that's listening to me today. It seems like you've been overlooked denied. Someone's always getting ahead of you, but just keep doing good. Keep walking by faith. I'm here to tell you this is your year. Yes, this is your year to see the great and the mighty things manifested and come to pass in your life. Let's go on. Walking by faith requires a strong determination to follow God's plan regardless what life throws your way. Look at Daniel and you'll see just what he did, how to resolve not to sin. And you see that in Daniel. Let's look at just one verse, the eighth verse in the first chapter. And it reads, but Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Mm. Walking by faith. Do you realize that when you begin to walk by faith, you've got to Stand so firm in your belief in God and doing what God says. Just a strong determination that I'm going to follow God's plan regardless of what comes my way. Regardless of how it seems like. And Daniel was a young boy. He was a young teenager when he was pulled away from his homeland, pulled out of everything that he knew. And he was chosen because he was so smart. And so they wanted to really just redefine him, his name, what he thought, the way he thought, what he ate, what he dressed. They wanted to redefine everything. But Daniel, he had faith and stood firm. Oh, and he said, you know what? I may be in a foreign land, but I'm going to continue to obey God. I'm going to hold on to my beliefs. And that's what you have to do when you're walking by faith. It's going to be times that your faith will be tested. But that's when you just decide, you know what? I'm going to resolve not to sin. 
This is a time that when your faith is tested, it seems like, oh my goodness, I've done everything that I know to do. I'm still in this position. I'm still thrown into this circumstance. And then we'll begin to revert back to what we know. Wrong. Don't do it. Because if what you knew was so good, it would have gotten you further by now. But it's not. It's not working. It's not going to work. What's going to work is the word of God. And as you put your faith in it, God is turning things around. It is at this time when you've got to stand real firm, when it looks like everything, you've been rooted out of everything but your faith in God. It is at this time that change, that turnover is taking place, (sighs) that God is turning everything around. Right then, based upon your decision, you'll see the outcome. Daniel saw the outcome and everything that came after that. He stood firm. He stood firm. If you break in the beginning, you won't be able to follow through to the end. Daniel was able to follow through to the end because he resolved not to sin. Walking by faith means you have the courage to stand up for the hurting, the broken, the downtrodden, and to face death yourself for the good of others. Look at Esther and how she risked the death penalty to save the Jews. There comes a time that when you believe in God and God has called you, I can speak to this because when God has called you into ministry, There will be those times that, oh, the easy road, it's right there because you have all the tools to work with. But you know what? When you decide to just take courage and stand for that that God has called you to do and uh, given and placed into your hand, I want to say that when there's an assignment, it's not always, you know, a lot of people in ministry, a lot of people have jobs, a lot of people doing that that they've been called to do. But you know what? There's always that one assignment that it means that I got to take courage and stand up for the hurting, the broken, the downtrodden, and to face, and you know what? When it said face death, let's make it relevant to this hour. Oh, yeah, I know sometimes physical death is there, but many times, you know, if I stand for this, I'm going to lose my job. If I speak out for this, I'm not going to be looked upon so favorably. But you know what? Look what Esther did. And she decided to take a stand. She said, if I perish in the fourth chapter, I perish. I'm going in. I know that it is not customary to go into the king when you have not been requested. You could die. But she said, you know what? If I perish, I'm going in. You have to make a resolve within yourself to stand. I'm going to stand regardless to what and do this that I've been assigned to do. Mm, How about that? And, you know, you just may have to play the part of a fool. Think about Noah building an ark for a flood when it had never even rained on earth. Think about Abraham clinging to the promise that he would be the father of many nations, even though he was childless at the age of 100. Oh, come on. Mm. Think about Moses standing before the Israelites in the wilderness, telling them they would eat meat. Instead, it disgusted them but having no idea where that meat would come from. Mm, that they were just going to eat meat. You're going to eat meat until you get sick of meat. They couldn't believe that. Think about Joshua marching around the walls of Jericho as God had told him to and wondering, what good is this going to do? If you choose this path, yeah, yeah, you must be willing to get out of your comfort zone to run from the Americanized brand of Christianity that so many of us have known our entire lives. You must be willing to let God take your world and turn it upside down. Shake it up. Start all over again. You must be willing to let God out of the neat little box that you have put him in to let him show up as he sees fit. Oh, I know. 
I'm shattering your box. I'm not just stepping on it. But that's okay. Just say ouch and receive it. Maybe it will be a calling to do something you never dreamed before. Oh, seriously. I have a degree in one field that I prepared myself for. And I tell you, God called me. (laughs) I never would have thought that I would be doing what I'm doing today. Never dreamed that it would happen. So there may be some things that you never dreamed of happening that you're called to do. You see, and become a missionary or leave your job and begin to start a nonprofit. Trade in your worldly comforts for heavenly treasures. I don't know what God may be calling you to do that seemingly in the world that it is radical. Maybe it won't be that clean and neat and socially acceptable idea. Maybe like me, your world will be turned upside down by that that God calls you to do. Or maybe you'll be faced with different situations of captivities in your life, infertility, addiction, different problems. Maybe you'll have a prodigal child that completely changes the direction of your life. Or maybe you've experienced the loss of a child, a hurt like no other. I don't know what your shakeup might look like, but I know that if you will give it to God, Throw up your arms and surrender and ask him to use it to change your life. He will honor your request. He will take you on a journey, teach you to walk by faith and trust you with some of life's most treasured moments. Yes, he will build a faith in you. Faith that moves mountains and moves God's hand. He'll teach you to live this life with abandonment. Mm giving you a freedom to walk in all his fullness and grace. He will prepare you to be used mightily in this life for his glory. This topic was ringing out in me for today because a lot of times when we say, oh, I'm going to walk by faith in this situation. Do you really know what it means? Do you know what it's calling for? Are you going to take courage? Are you going to stand firm in all of that that may come against you? And then are you going to be radical in your position with God? He'll build you. He'll build you up. Perhaps you've already experienced your life being turned upside down, toppled without any control. Perhaps like me, you found yourself wandering in the wilderness, watching his fire direct your every step by night. (laughs) A cloud leads you by day. Oh, yes. (laughs) Perhaps you sense you are on the edge of the promised land, just waiting on him to give the command to take possession. And yet you're tired and weary and you've lost friends who don't understand How you can continue to cling to a promise that is so obviously dead and gone. Mm. You're so close and yet feel so far away. You're struggling with temptations to just settle even though you know it is less than God's best. You simply don't know how much longer you can stand. You are not alone. I see God raising up a remnant of believers. Those he knows will be obedient. He is looking for you. For those with clean hands and a pure heart, those who will choose obedience, even if it costs them everything. Yeah, that's what faith does. Everything this world has to offer, God is looking for you. He will throw caution to the wind. Believe that. He has abundant life for you. John 10 and 10. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I've come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. God is waiting to see if we'll follow his ways. He's got life more abundantly for you. I have never seen it fail when I walk by faith, when I stand firm, when I take courage, when I do those things that, oh my goodness, I feel like a fool. I always come out on the other end so tremendously blessed and full of his grace and full of faith the more. (laughs) 
And it's, it's just like a thrill ride with the Lord. It's just a wonderful thing. You feel so blessed. You feel so great. Oh, you feel strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Oh, as you have faith and you're strengthened by the trials of this life, God is looking for you, for you who will cling to his promises even when it seems there is no hope. He's looking for you because he's got a plan. He's got abundance. He's got blessings on the other side. Be strong and courageous, my friends. Be strong and courageous. God has specifically chosen you to be part of his remnant, to be part of what he's getting ready to do in this hour and what he's bringing to pass in your life. It's something big. It's something awesome. It's something mighty. It's something great. I was sharing last night as I was teaching Bible study about how no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're in, I dare you to just start praising him right there, right where you are. That's what faith calls for, that you flip your situation around from the negative to the positive, saying that I'm going to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. Every time you do that, the whole situation changes if you dare to walk by Oh, it means something to walk by faith and not by sight. It's a tremendous thing. It begins to build you up. It begins to strengthen you. It begins to make you strong. And let me tell you, I don't know where you are on this journey of walking by faith, but I encourage you today. I beg you. I plead with you. Oh, yes, I do. Let God take your life, your pain, your loss, and use it for his glory. Use it for his story. Come on, his story. Watch him do something so amazing in you. And such an amazing work through you that it'll be mind boggling. So get out of that boat. Step onto the water. Never take your eyes off of him. It's a decision that you will never regret. Well, I just wanted to talk with you this morning. Because as we're entering into this holy week time, entering into this season of miracles, resurrection is a time for miracles. I believe that. I can only share with you what I know. I can't talk theory. I have to talk purpose and promise of what I know can happen. This is a time of miracles. You have to walk by faith to receive them. They're not going to be clear to the naked eye, but you will see it on the inside. That part of you that enables you to stand firm, enables you to be strong when everybody else is saying, how can you stand it? It's because I have made a decision to walk by faith and not by sight. Well, my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. This is Dash, and I am Carol Dixon. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Dash is here to serve the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can listen to this podcast and previous podcast episodes again and again. Also, share Dash with neighbors, friends, and family members by sending the podcast through email, text, and Facebook. If you need more information about Dr. Carolee Dixon and Dash, go to caroldixon.net. We'll see you next week. <music>